Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It, Sis. We are on episode 18. Um, I am Maya, and I'm here with my co-host. Amanda. Hey, everyone. So we're taking a little bit of a hiatus. We're warning you guys ahead of time. So yeah, um, in August for a month, as we prepare for season two. So season one had 20 episodes. Season two will have 20 episodes, but we are taking a little bit of a break, you know, just getting prepared, just coming with the new ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, today we wanted to just talk a little bit about uh, the pandemic and the impact um, that it had on our lives, what we learned, how we changed, and how it feels now to be in this new normal, as we've heard a million times. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, so Amanda, what do you feel like is like the number one thing that you learned during the pandemic? That is a good question. And I've honestly been thinking about that for like days, but I guess my takeaway is, I guess the importance of spending time with my immediate family prior to the pandemic, obviously, you know, our commutes were long. We were just, everything was just come and go, come and go, come and go. And mm-hmm. this pandemic allowed me to be in the family, in the, in the house with my family, like literally 24 seven. And honestly, what was that like? (laughs) um, Honestly, it wasn't bad. I'm thankful that we don't have any like chaos within our family. Like, I can't imagine some people who couples mainly who are like can't stand each other, but they were like stuck in the house with each other. Or yeah. like parents who may not have the best relationships with their children. I'm just grateful that we were good. <laughs> like we mm-hmm. were happy, emotionally safe. Um, I'm like really grateful for that. Yeah. Because I was reading like stories um, in the beginning of the pandemic about like people who are married who realize like, actually, I don't actually like this person. Like <laughs> I don't want to be with this person anymore. And I'm like, wow, that's a deep revelation. But when you think about society, it's like how much time do we actually really get to spend with our family and the people that are are close to us like I feel like if you're in an unhappy relationship but you're working 40 hours a week it's kind of easy to just like come and go come and go not interact okay let's go to sleep like <laughs> um but yeah I feel like for everyone this really forced people to like spend time in a way that we haven't because we live in a capitalist society that's like literally centered around work I really learned the importance of rest I just didn't realize how much I was going you know <laughs> like because we're literally programmed that way I was waking up for work. Um, I live in Brooklyn. I was waking up for work at 5 a.m. to go to work. Like, what? What am I doing? Like, looking back, I'm like, wow, I would never do that again. But it's like, at the time, it just seemed like a normal thing to be doing. Like, oh, if I want to work the schedule, I got to get it done. I got to sacrifice my sleep. So yeah, I learned the importance of rest, not only physical rest, but just like mental rest, being able to sit still also, right? So on top of working 40 hours a week, we're often going out all the time, finding things to do. Like, I'm like, when were we ever really resting for real before the pandemic, right? I mean, I don't know if that's your experience too. No, I mean, that's definitely mine. My days, it's just amazing how much I was able to fit into my schedule prior to the pandemic. It's like, okay, we're up, breakfast, drop the kids off, get to work. And then like, as soon as you walk to work, you're walking. And then like, you're kind of, if you're lucky, you got to, you know, take care of errands in the workday. Then as soon as you get off work, it's back in traffic. You got to go pick up the kids. Then you're back in traffic. You got to go home. Then you got to cook dinner. It's like, it was like never ending. Another yeah. small thing that I appreciated was having dinner around five o'clock. Of course, when you're, you know, not getting to your kids' aftercare to six, you know, we're eating dinner sometimes at eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Eating dinner, doing homework. And I'm like, wow, I can start dinner around four. We can eat at five, have time yeah. for our food 
I just yeah just relax (laughs) literally relax we just realized how much we're not relaxing but I feel like I definitely went like now that we're getting back to regular life I swear I was like gung-ho I'm like summer 2021 (laughs) (laughs) Um, like I've been going to like vaccinated events and like I'm just like what am I doing? Like, I'm going really hard for no reason. Like, I'm going out, like, three times a week. It's because (laughs) we've been in the house for literally a year and a half. Like, it's this pandemic started March 2020. It is now July 2021. (laughs) Like, like I came out, I went into the pandemic 29, and I came out 31. I mean, it's not over yet, because obviously, the Delta variant, and it's also still raging in other countries. So I don't think we need to put our guards down. But I'm just saying we're getting a little bit like more freedom. And so now I'm learning, like, how do I balance everything that I learned in the pandemic? Mm -hmm. And now that the world is like getting a little bit better, you know, how do you balance that? How do I keep those things? For most people, though, like you said, you're going out three times a week. We just got to get that out of our system. (laughs) Okay. Is that it? (laughs) Yeah. You just got to get it out of the system and then kind of like, okay, ease your way back onto it. But I think it's possible to have balance. I mean, look at a lot of jobs now are Mm -hmm. giving more and more people telework options. For me, I work in government and where I work in the government, telework was not something that was everyone could do. It was just like, I think I was doing it once a week at first and I still got, you know, permission. But mm-hmm. now the world, you know, the jobs have realized that you really can work from home. And now my entire agency gets to telework. Oh, that's amazing. Some people, you know, some people four days, some two, depending on your job. But the point is, that's that balance that I think everybody's finding. Like, yeah. Employees are happier. Yeah. Um, how do you feel like it's affected like your parenting, like being able to work and be at home? I know that Mahadi, your seven year old, yes, <laughs> was doing schooling from home. Like, so how do you find the balance between? Now that was hard. Um, yeah. I w- I do not want to do that again at yeah. all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially if, especially like when you're the kind of parent that is I don't want to I don't know how to describe it but like I'm really into I, I guess like I can say I'm somewhat of a perfectionist and so I didn't feel like I could give my somewhat all, <laughs> my all to him and then my all all to my job so it's like if I'm giving my all to him and his schoolwork then I'm slacking on the job and then if I'm slacking on you know if I'm all on my job then I'm slacking on him my idea work from school from home is like so detailed. Like I, when I when it first started, I had a binder set up for like Monday through Friday and every type of different subjects that we were going to do. That lasted literally two weeks. Like yeah. I could not do that and then work my regular job. Mm. So I I do not want to do that. <laughs> I cannot yeah. express that enough. It was too hard. But don't you think it's like a positive thing now that you are able to telework and Mahadi could still go to school, but then like you're just in the house. Like, I mean, it's not the equivalent to being like a stay at home mom, but Mm -hmm. like. No, that is amazing. Um, I was able to experience that kind of early. His school, it was optional. So if you wanted to send your child back to school. So for about a month, Mahadi was going back to school for four days a week and the baby was going to the sitter and Cam, he was in school twice a week so those days when it was just me and my husband in the house it was amazing it's I lit. Ate breakfast <laughs> I ate breakfast so slow mm. I mean when you think about how we like just scarf our breakfast now like drinking coffee eating a muffin on our way to work we don't get to just enjoy the simple things yeah and being able to enjoy a breakfast without having a kid climbing over me and stuff is just mm. amazing 
Mm, I can imagine. I even like gotten, so I do not enjoy cooking, never have. Um, but like I got in, I like created new hobbies when I was girl, I was looking up recipes. I was in the house. Like when you're just bored and there's literally nothing to do except talk on the phone, watch TV or find something to do around your house. I mean, cause I don't know. Another thing is like, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't using that time to focus all about being productive. Like, because I feel like that's just an extension of what I'm doing, what I would have been doing before. You know, like if you're sitting around, you always feel like, oh God, I can't just rest. I need to be doing something. I need to be creating something. I need to be writing a business plan. You know, like (laughs) you saw all those memes where people were like, you need to be using this time to do X, Y, and Z. No, I need to be using this time to rest because I've been running for the past 31 years. Okay. that. They're running around. And I'm like, no. So I really wanted to be intentional about chilling out. So I was like cooking and like learning new recipes. It didn't last, you know. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> but, but I did it. I learned some new things. Um, I was painting, girl. I was a, in the beginning, beginning. I was yeah. like doing paint. Um, my my job had like company wide like painting sessions, and they sent you the paints. Like, oh nice yeah really nice. <laughs> yeah and then I was just like on a zoom call girl I can't paint I wish I could show y'all this photo <laughs> but it was just like you know you're forced to tap into like what does rest even look like for me mm-hmm. you know like I don't know what does rest do you feel like what does it look like for you um I definitely did not rest at all I, I am not a rester I'm always on go I for whatever reason I have to have multiple things going on it's just I've grown accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. And so during the pandemic, I learned that it is okay to sit and not do anything. Yes. And not doing anything for me is literally sitting and like playing a game on my iPhone mm. or um, watching something like on Netflix. So mm-hmm. I'm not a big TV watcher. So I was able to like catch up on different, you know, sh- series and shows I've heard people kind of talk about. And I yeah. actually enjoyed it. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is cool. So th- this is what people do, sitting. Because when people talk about binging and watching TV, I'm like, when do people have time to sit down and do this? And so I learned that people carve out time to do it. And mm-hmm. that's okay. And so yeah. I've started watching series on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's positive. Like just being able to chill and watch Netflix. I'm not a TV person, so I listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of FaceTiming. Like, I'm not a phone call person. I'm a FaceTime person. Okay. I don't like talking on the phone. If I'm going to talk to you, I want to be able to, like, see your face. Right. Is that, is that weird? <laughs> no, I actually don't like talking on the phone either, so. <laughs> and then I did learn just, like, the importance of family. Like, I had COVID in, yeah, it was the end of March 2020. Can't even keep up with the time anymore. It was the end of March 2020, and I'm a very, like, independent, self-sufficient person. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like, don't worry about me type of person. And when I got COVID and I have roommates and they left and I was in the house by myself, for two weeks and that was the time when like nobody knew about like what COVID really was or what it was going to do and it was like a very scary time so it was literally like I was forced to depend on other people right like my mom was calling me checking in on me every day making sure I'm okay my dad was like dropping off food downstairs (laughs) um and so I was like oh like 
I have to tap into this support system right now in a way that I never do. And it was a little uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, like, I got to depend on others for help. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, like, but it was good. I mean, like, it was a good learning lesson for me. And then I got to spend a lot of time with, like, my family that I haven't done in a very, very long time. Yeah. And then you were talking about, um, like, the change in work week and being able to telework. I think that's, like, extremely huge. Like, I now have the opportunity to like have a hybrid schedule. Um, and like, I used to feel bad. I remember before the pandemic, I used to like act to ask to work from home a lot. Like if I was just tired, I'm like, honestly, I can do my job from home. Like, let me ask. But I would always feel bad about it and have anxiety about it. And now I'm like, look, we can totally do this. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> and I don't have to feel this random guilt when I'm still doing my job. I'm just doing it from home. So I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to give everybody a way I know, better balance. I don't know about but. you, like if you're in the office, I'm sure like office culture is the same, but at work to me, it can be just as unproductive when there's people stopping by your desk. For sure. Just talking. I mean, all the like meetings are like longer in person because everyone's having their side conversation. It's like at home, I don't have to worry about someone coming to my desk bothering me. <laughs> I can yeah. get my job done. Yeah. And laundry. <laughs> And I think I'm like what people call like a social introvert. So like, I don't enjoy office conversation that much. Like, I just kind of, it's not that I don't like people. Like, I enjoy, like, you know, a chit chat here and there. But like, I find like office situations kind of is exhausting sometimes. Like, and then you're in like big meetings. And I'm just like, wow, like, this is really tiring. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like that, you. Yeah. But I mean, like, I love people. But I guess, I don't know. And then I think about like being black in the workplace, right? That's a different experience. That and then the part you mentioned about waking up early to get on the train, yeah. the commute. Um, I, we both live in cities with like where traffic is insane. And so some people may not appreciate this, but just not having to sit freaking hour to go five miles in traffic is like one of the best things about you know being able to telework because that's like an hour well for me i, I count i count down to the seconds but that's like two two hours a day that you've lost sitting yeah, in the car it's so true and now i feel like during the pandemic i've gotten like addicted to uber it's a problem i need help uber everywhere oh, is my uber life. Eats. No, Uber everywhere. Oh, Uber Just everywhere. Uber in general. Like, I stopped taking the train during the pandemic. And, like, oh. now now I can't get back into the rhythm of taking really? the train. Yeah, it's really hard. Like, I've, <laughs> I've taken the train maybe a handful of times. What, what changed about that? Like, not wanting to get on the train. Um, I think it's just a lot of like. First of all, we have to talk about like being in a pandemic is traumatic. <laughs> but mm -hmm. that's that's number one. If you if you already have trauma, it can definitely be exacerbated by what we experience, yes, like definitely. fear of the unknown, like being locked in the house with only your thoughts. Like it's a lot. So like I I've, I've been talking to people about this about the idea that like companies also can't expect us to just return to work. We experienced this collective traumatic thing, especially in mm -hmm. New York, where it was the worst. I mean, we had thousands and thousands of people die in like a month span. Me being a journalist, watching the news constantly, writing about this constantly, like it, and then being in the house on top of it, and then having COVID on top of that. Like it's, it's a lot. 
that, that was a lot. And then George Floyd and like mass protests and like cocktail of, wow, there's a lot yeah, of stuff happening right point. now. <laughs> so I think just returning and jumping back into normal life again, like, okay, well, like we didn't experience this like crazy thing. is just not realistic for me, at least. Um, and so I think back to your question, like getting on the train, it's a, you're just around a lot of people, you know, like even if I, I mean, the pandemic, yeah, the numbers are going down, but like it still happened and like you're still able to get COVID. Like, so I think it's just that fear of being around all those people. And I've been alone in the house for so long that I'm just right. like, this is a lot. Well, it's funny you say yeah. that because yeah. on Friday, um, I took the train home um, from work and, you know, the mask mask thing has been lifted. So, you know, I could walk around, go inside stores on a mask. So I'm like in the subway. I didn't have a mask on. And as the train pulled up, I just said, oh my God, look at all these people. I like went back in my bag. I'm like, this actually is not comfortable. Like people were on yeah. their way to like a baseball game. So it was like extra packed on the train. And I, I didn't even sit down next to anyone. Um, I just stood. I mean, obviously I had to stand next to somebody, but I just like put my face down. It was just so weird to be around that many people that close. Yeah. So I get what you're saying because I I'm actually now envisioning myself on Friday looking at all those people on the train like wow this yeah. is disgusting it was like kind of like disgusting these people are sweating it's hot yeah <laughs> everything and I about think, this is not okay exactly and I think like we bypassed that before because it was just like oh it's like yes. city life like that's what we're doing like robots <laughs> now oh and now clubs like we were yeah. up, all up on people <laughs> yeah exactly. I mean, people are still up on people like New York is right. like back. But I feel, I don't know. It's it's such a hard, I think, balance to strike. Because on one hand, you're like, you want to get back out of the house. Like, you've literally been locked in the house for a year and a half. Like, that's what I always, always return to. So you want to get out. You want to have fun. But like, you like, are these people vaccinated? Like, I, I've i been going to like gatherings where everybody is required to be vaccinated. But then you see news articles and it's like, okay, people are still getting this Delta variant. And then how do you verify that everyone's vaccinated? You have to show your vaccine card. Oh, your card. Or, okay. Or there's like Excelsior Pass. I don't know if they. Have, I don't know if that's. I think it is a New York thing. So it's like okay. Checks your medical records and you could just scan the barcode. And nice. Okay. It, yeah. That's yeah. That actually would make me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. So I feel a lot more comfortable, but I don't know. I'm just like at any moment we could be in lockdown again. <laughs> I don't know. If I, I wonder what concerts are going to be like. It'll be the same. I mean, based upon what I've been seeing now, I think they're just going to require people to be vaccinated, and then. But I think like. I know for New York, like a lot of people are doing essentially like an honor system, right? So like there'll be signs on doors that say, yeah. you know, we if you're in here without a, a mask, we assume that you're vaccinated. I'm like, you can't be assuming that because exactly. not everybody honor is an honest system. person, right? Like, I guess that then it falls down to like the individual people to protect themselves knowing that people exactly. lie. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I'm still going to carry a mask even after like all this is over. I think it's smart for people one to wear a mask when you're sick yeah i think that's something that should just stay yeah and then you know places where we're close to people i think i'm always going to keep a mask in my pocket yeah maybe just stay home when you're sick how about that <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> you don't have to wear a mask if you're at home okay this is true <laughs> i'm like remember we used to like force ourselves to come into the office when we're sick uh, yeah like what were we even thinking that's what i'm saying yes. that's that that's that programming and like people who send their kids to school sick like come on like you know you're not supposed to be there. yeah yeah no that's horrible but then you think about like child care and like i was just reading mm -hmm. this article like america like america just does not support 
people with children which <laughs> is know? crazy which yeah. is crazy right like yeah like there's just no nothing in place for them to thrive it's like why is yeah. this such a struggle um we got terrible maternity leave laws i mean child care is freaking expensive is i don't know what it's like a paying a second mortgage yeah i mean it's it's insane so it yeah really is we do gotta consider that part yeah uh, i was thinking about uh all of these pandemic babies <laughs> like kids that have really never experienced socialization essentially i've been watching like these tiktoks and they're like baby's first time in the grocery store and they're like a year old and they're looking at, at everything like what the heck wow. is this? who are all these people yeah because they've been in the house yeah but well I, you know what? everyone's different right because i'm like <laughs> yeah my child's been on a plane <laughs> we're, we out here <laughs> yeah that's you <laughs> that's not everybody's experience for sure no that makes sense because even before the pandemic um doctors mm-hmm. or people you know there are always those people who recommend you not take the baby out the house for the first few months so i can only imagine how those people felt yeah you know during the pandemic so yeah and then you wow. put and then you put like just ang- pandemic anxiety on top of that, exposing yeah. your baby to a freaking like people are scared. So I yeah, I mean, it was important for me to just try to keep a <laughs> normal way of living as much as possible. Which is, I know it's it was hard, but I just don't. I didn't want the kids into being in the house living like in fear, kind of because. <sighs> I don't know. I I just kind of look at life as things are going to happen. Life is unpredictable and we just got to roll with the punches. So I think I had a healthy amount of fear, but I just made, I didn't put that too much on my kids. So Mm. Yeah, it wasn't that makes a lot sense. of anxiety regarding COVID. Like, you know, my kids, they wore their mask. Um, we knew, like, not to stand near people when we were out, things like that. But I mm. definitely tried to keep it normal. So I guess I'm much different because we traveled. Um, you see, the pandemic started March 2020. We were on the plane in June 2020. And I'm then dead. I had my baby in August and we were on the plane in November. <laughs> so. <I'm> dead. <laughs> You're out here jet sitting. It's like, no, I was too. I'm not going to lie. But I tried to, you know, do it safely. You know, yeah. like I made sure I got tested. I tried to uh, protect my older family members, you know, make sure I'm not exposing them or going out in these streets. Um, but it was hard because it's also like, how do I balance taking care of my mental health and taking care of my health, right? Because sometimes those can look like two very different things. So it's like, okay, I want to protect my health because there's obviously a national pandemic. I want to protect myself and others, but like, I'm going crazy in this house. So is it safe to get a test and fly to visit my family? Can I get COVID on the plane? You know, like these were like real thoughts and decisions that needed to be made that were just like stressful. But how do you think in general that the pandemic has impacted your mental health? And was there any steps that you take ju- you took just to like really take care of yourself? Uh, to be honest, no. But I just, for me, it was just a unique time because I was finishing up grad school and um, I kind of had to put that on hold because a pandemic affected me being able to finish on time. And then I was also pregnant. Um, so that was, a lot. that was just... That was like a lot. And so I honestly did not cope well during the pandemic as far as dealing with that, as far as dealing with like my mental and even like my physical. That's like I could um, like exercise like I wanted to. Like when the baby was born, it wasn't like I'm just outside every day, yeah. you know, walking and doing that. I kind of got really content and lazy. Mm. And that's the other part of it that I didn't like. I got just lazy. 
<laughs> like mean, trying to get that motivation uh, to get but back. that's but that's lazy like on whose standards right like you're perfectionist so can you really call yourself My lazy standards. because you just gave a baby you just gave birth to a baby and you don't want to exercise like i think that's okay right like i don't think other people would call that call that lazy just that's lazy for my standards like yeah i'm like a going back and forth person by my standards i felt lazy so that's yeah um so i didn't like that i don't like getting too content and so i'm just now reaching a point where i'm like trying to get back out and move like i need more energy I thrive like on my personal energy. And so I'm trying to get that back. Yeah. Um, makes sense. You know, just the motivation and energy to get up and get out the house. Like, yeah, I got, um, I learned how to rest, but now to me, I'm, I'm learning too well how to rest. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm okay with being in the house. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's something. I think it's just like a complete 180 for you. So it might feel foreign, but I really don't think there's anything okay. wrong with it. it as long as you're keeping feel- a healthy balance, you know, like, but like, I don't see anything wrong with staying inside all week as long as you go for like one walk i'm not opposed like yeah. i felt like uh i was telling you earlier like i'm like a social introvert so i'll literally go out for an entire weekend and then during the week i won't see anybody i won't really talk to anybody just be in my house watch tv like working and just disconnect and then do it again like i just yeah i, I it's about balance i think like and i don't yeah. see anything wrong with staying in the house and chilling all week that sounds amazing yeah <laughs> that's yeah that's it's, it sounds weird because like you said like when we're at work i'm used to like being out whether it's after work we're going to happy hour or after work we got to go to this um extracurricular activity with the kids it's like i was always always out the house so yeah i guess that became my norm and that's why i kind of feel like something's wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> with, well, i'm glad you're starting it. to learn rest <laughs> still learning every day so seeing as that you're already a house body how did you <laughs> manage like I, how, your i'm not a house body i'm a oh. party house party party and house body <laughs> um, okay. but i am getting tired of this party life like that's one more thing that i like have realized during the pandemic as well i think i went out like i don't know i just be tired i went i also work seven days a week let's let's start there okay. <laughs> um right so i guess i was i've been trying to go out and stuff uh, now that the world is opening up or America is opening up as a way to just like get some freedom again, because I've been working seven days a week and being in the house. But somebody did ask me, my cousin actually asked me the other day, like, how do you even find time to go out? Like you work seven days a week. Um, you have you know, this podcast and like, w- when do you ever find time to just rest and be by yourself? I'm like, you know, during the week, but during the pandemic, honestly, I just, I went to the gym a lot. I mean, I still go to the gym a lot. I try to hit it at least three times a week, but I was going like five six days a week literally my life for about eight months was gym grocery store home (laughs) like literally for like seven months straight that's all Mm. i did um (laughs) and like occasionally i would like meet up with a friend but other than that i literally was not going out at all so that became a little bit like tedious but the gym helped me greatly to like keep my mental health in check and then Mm. i did i made sure i didn't drink because i was just like i don't want to use i don't want to cause this like have this stress (laughs) during this time and then make it worse with alcohol like i know my body i know myself now i'm i'm drinking a little bit again um because like i'm out i'm with people you know like it can get it can get a little i think problematic drinking at home by yourself during a pandemic like dealing with a bunch of stress like i just wanted to make sure that i wasn't using like alcohol as a crutch to like cope with my emotions during this like really tumultuous time um 
So yeah, I just made sure to like stay in check. I was in therapy once a week, you know. Oh yes. yeah, therapy was very helpful um, yes. during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like moving to virtual is interesting. I just talked to my therapist this week about like going back into uh, the office to see her, and I'm just thinking about like how exciting that's gonna be. <laughs> like, wow, you know, what's crazy is I um, did not like telehealth when the pandemic first started. I was like, this is gonna be some bullshit, man. But I've actually gotten so used to it. I'm okay with not going to the office. One for me is quicker. I hate wasting time. So there's that. For me, it's always that on the go, on the go. Anything that where I can break my time is helpful. So the fact that I can just lift up my computer or my phone, have the session and go over my life is really beneficial for me. Mm, um, that makes sense. So I'm actually not looking forward to going back into the office and finding a parking spot or mm. <laughs> paying for Uber or something. Well, what my therapist is doing is giving people the option. So it's like, like a hybrid. So if like I want to have an online one, I can. If I want to go in, yeah, I can. Good. I think that's like the best thing. Right. Yeah, I feel like I everybody like should be doing that with everything at this everything, point. Everything, right? Yeah. Like, do yes, I need to I be there for this? Um, yeah. Same thing with the meetings. Um, <laughs> I like one of the teams I'm on. I kind of like asked them our last meeting. I was like, you guys want to keep this going? You know, via Microsoft Teams because some of us are back in the office and everyone's like, yep. Let's just keep this on teams. There's no point of us ha- meeting up in person. We've been doing just fine. Yeah. See, look at that. So I think there were like a lot of positive things that came out from this pandemic. Obviously, like it's been a very hard time for a lot of people. But I think, I don't know, for me, you know, I, I was also talking to somebody about this. Like a lot of people felt like I I had some of the, like the best job times during the pandemic. <laughs> um, and like also got a new job. And like I was struggling in the beginning with being around so many people that are suffering and I'm over here like thriving. Um, which is like I felt I was like damn like but you know now I look back at it I'm like you know I really thank God that like this was a time of a a lot of good things in my life even though I was like highly stressed like a lot of great Mm -hmm. things happened I learned so much about myself I had time to do a lot of introspection and like change and growth that I don't think I would have had the time or energy to do had I not been home um Yeah. So while it's been a lot, I think there's like always blessings and things that suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what do you like? What are your takeaways? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's great. That's just like um, this book that I recently read, The Art of Suffering. And you just made a good point that there's you can find some positive in when bad things happen. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds weird, but it's just how life is. So. It is. There's. I was having a conversation. I went to dinner with a friend a couple of months ago, and he made me see things in a new way. He's like, literally, for every negative thing that happens in life, there's a positive. Like, yeah. you might not notice it, you might not be paying attention, but like, there's always one in the other. I'm like, oh, I guess I like never yeah, thought about that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely um what I've been recently learning. Do you though? Um, well, speaking of hybrid, do you want to go back in the office? Or are you perfectly okay never staying in that building again? <laughs> no, I definitely <laughs> want to see that building again. Um, I did see it the other day because I went to my friend's house who lives right by there. Um, I'm like, hey. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't want to, I want to like have some level of hybrid. Like, I mean, my ideal life would just be able to be 
able to come and go as I please, right? Like if I feel like if I feel like going to the office for a week straight because I'm working on something that needs to be done, then I'll do that. And if I don't, I don't. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen. But yeah, I want some level of a hybrid in a way that's flexible and feels comfortable. Um, And I think that they'll do some level of that. So we'll see what happens. That's what I'm doing now, and I really enjoy it. I just come to the office Mm -hmm. when I want the time that I want. I leave when I want. It is perfect. Like if I'm like you, if I'm working like on a presentation or something where I just need to focus, Mm -hmm. I'll come to the office because I won't get distracted, you know, by things in the house. But having that option is just amazing. I don't think employers or maybe some employees are realizing how how much, I guess, I feel like company morale and work performance Mm. is going to improve or has improved since we, for not everybody, not everybody, but for some of us. And because companies are always thinking about money, you know this is good for them they can like sell real estate you know save money okay. <laughs> like, they're like oh we don't need all these people do we actually need this space no we don't no. let's sell this building and have them work from home you know yeah so i guess we'll just see how it plays out i, have, I don't think i'll ever be able to go back to the office five days a week after this mm. like is that sound mm. crazy <laughs> that, i mean just thinking about it's like oh my god like i wonder if that'll be me like as you know as i switch careers or stuff i'm wondering like wow well i know when we start go back to work i'll be in the office three times a week so i guess okay. two bad. more days is it that far-fetched no but that's yeah. not that yeah but it's i don't know i just think it feels overwhelming now to mm-hmm. have to get up get dressed go to the office five days a week i know yeah i haven't um, had to put, put on a, a skirt or slacks in over a year <laughs> yeah i don't know i would really have to like consider if that was something i ever like i don't see it i don't see it in my mm-hmm. future like this freedom is what i need <laughs> yes, this freedom, you're right. This freedom is amazing. I actually, when I think about, I'm, I'm like applying for jobs, I'm transitioning careers. And one of the first things I want to ask is, can I work from home majority of the week? And yeah. I feel like if they tell me no, I'm I'm good because yes. I like that flexibility. You advocate for yourself, sis. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I'm glad we made it through, girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. We came out on the other side with some <laughs> positives, at least. I'm, I'm hoping. I know that's not the case for everybody, which is very sad. You know, I'm just, I'm just hoping we can continue. One of the most important things I think people learned is just like the importance of community and connection. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that we can all like maintain that understanding that like we're literally humans that thrive off of support and connection. And like, yes, we need it. <laughs> like, I've seen that in a way that I've never understood the magnitude of before. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 18 of Talk About It, Sis. Um, we will see you guys in episode 19. One, well, two more episodes until the season finale. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Well, we may gotta make the season finale special. Spicy, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. All right. So we'll see you guys in episode 19. Bye. Bye.